Welcome to our latest TechVets discussion and today we're talking data, specifically data science, what it is, how you get a job working in this sector and why veterans are suited to it. So joining us to discuss is Arca Blanca data scientist Anna McKenzie and TechVets CEO James Murphy. So welcome both to today's discussion. Hi. Uh, so, first of all, Anna, um, I am going to ask you a very broad question. What is data science? So, you're right, it's a very broad question, and depending on who you ask, you will almost certainly get a different answer. Speaking for myself and myself alone, I would say that data science is the practice of bringing together statistics and data to try and understand and describe systems in the real world sort of an art to trying to fit a mathematical model to the data or to confirm some hypothesis about how a process works. And I mean, key skills of a data scientist normally include computer programming, problem solving, maths and statistics, but it's such a broad term and, and it can encompass uh, loads of other sort of subcategories within that data engineering, data mining, data analysis, uh, visualization, it's really kind of so broad that you can't kind of nail it down to one thing. And it's also sort of the keystone to artificial intelligence and machine learning. But really, I would say data science is about trying to find a mathematical way to understand the real world. I mean, there are plenty of systems in the world which are well-defined. You've got laws of physics. You can look at a simple equation for something like speed and know if something was traveling at a speed for a period of time, you can work out how far it's gone. Most systems that you are looking at in data science, you can't describe quite so clearly because you just can't understand the complexity of the laws that would govern it. So really, when you're looking at a model, you're trying to consider, is there a way that we can find some sort of simplified equation to describe this problem? So I mean, if you look at something like uh, flat prices, you're trying to predict price of a flat in London, you can start to build up an equation to try and describe this. So you'd want to kind of just collect as much data as you possibly can with prices of the properties and some sort of information about them. And obviously you're gonna start trying to pay attention to, for example, location, certain areas will certainly be more expensive. Other factors like, are you close to a tube station? How many bedrooms does it have? But in essence, you're trying to find an equation that can give you the right answer to your problem. In this case, some equation that will spit out the right price for the flat. And I mean, there are many ways you could try and solve that. At the simplest level, you could just try loads and loads of equations, see if you find one that works, but it's going to take someone a very long time and you probably won't find the best solution. The art of machine learning is essentially then you use a process where the computer goes and does all this hard work for you because it can try hundreds of thousands of calculations much quicker than your average data scientist. But um, for a system like this, there's you're never going to be able to quite capture every single piece of detail in it because it's just so nuanced and complex. There's always going to be some sort of leftover noise. By this, I mean, you won't ever get kind of the perfect right answer and there's going to be factors that are influential that you just can't quantify. But um, I guess that's not very short, actually, but some some sense of what data science kind of encompasses. Now that's, I mean, that's really good because we deal with so many people in tech vets who are coming into the IT world in general and um, and don't really know where to start. That, you know, they haven't necessarily thought of these careers before and they've got to just be able to get their, their foot in the door, their teeth into something where they, they've got a tangible pathway ahead of them. 
And it's just so complicated because you know, if, I, if you ask anyone about any career path in IT, they give a similar sort of answer. It's never just as simple as saying, oh, well, here's where you start and here's where you finish. There's all sorts of different areas. And as technology grows at such a rapid pace, clearly those, those roles become slightly more nuanced in places. Um, but I mean, it's, it's an incredibly interesting it, you know, sort of discipline to get into, especially given the way that automation is, is taking over every aspect of our lives where, where well, I mean, sometimes where we're really good and other times where it's not necessarily needed. Um, but how did you get into it? Was it an easy route in? So I, I read engineering at university and I kind of dipped my toe into data science. But as you sort of identified already, it's not a lot of people don't really understand it. And I definitely didn't know that some of the stuff I was doing back then probably would have been classified as data science because it wasn't something that was really positioned for us. Um, but I would say I learned quite a lot of the skills that I would use now back when I was reading engineering. And then I actually went into finance and worked as a data analyst for a period of time. And I ended up wanting to get my teeth back into something more technical uh, and a bit closer to what I'd done at university. And I then went and did a data science boot camp to try and get me the kind of hands-on skills of what you actually need in a job so that I could understand what have I got so far and what do I need to kind of bridge that gap into doing this as a profession. So that was where I kind of my foot in the door for data science. Amazing. And how, so what are the employment prospects like for data scientists? What can you, what fields can you go into? I mean, it's exploding at the moment. Most businesses are starting to realise the value of data and are suddenly collecting it in unbelievable quantities. And suddenly they need people to manage data and to work with it. And this demand for data engineers, analysts, data scientists has never been higher. And I think it's sort of undeniable at this point that data science is going to be a pretty integral part to all businesses in the future. And you can see a real clear shift into businesses becoming data led and the options are kind of endless. If there's an industry that you're interested in and they are collecting data, they can have a data scientist. So it really, it just opens up this wealth of possibilities. And like I've said, business, businesses across all industries are looking to leverage data. So the opportunity is sort of any industry that suits you and that you think you would be interested in. If there's data, there is a need for data scientists. You've got options to be working in-house with a particular business, working on their product or something they're trying to solve, their business challenges, or looking into careers as a consultant or a freelancer who kind of then going through different clients and seeing what their challenges are and helping them with that. It's a pretty exciting time to be a data scientist or aspiring data scientist because just the dynamic new opportunities opening up at such a fast pace at the moment and there really just aren't enough people with the right skills to meet the demand yeah and, and some of the opportunities must be incredible um, when you consider you know someone let's say that you know someone coming out of the military for example they, they've you know whether they joined the military to serve queen and country or wanted to be part of the greater good i mean that's usually not the case but throughout their career they've been part of something that that then becomes ingrained within them that they want to be you know, embroiled in a mission that means a little bit more than just a nine to five. And I, I suppose, I mean, with, with data science, clearly that's leading on so many of the problem solving, big problems to be solved, you know, climate change, renewable energies, things like automated vehicles, um, you know, and that's got to be incredibly exciting for, for that, uh, for that sort of mission part of it, I suppose. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think it's nice to feel like you're working on something that has a purpose and as you put it, a mission. So it definitely really exciting there. How long does it take to, you know, if someone wanted to retrain tomorrow to become, to, to enter data science, um, what would that, how long would that take them, do you think? It's it's a tricky question. It's how long is a piece of string? Because, I mean, there's there's not a single path into data science and more than one company advertising for a data scientist will have different expectations of what they're looking for. Uh, and in the grand scheme of things, it's still a relatively new career path, at least in the way it's been defined now versus something like an accountant. And the field is so broad and you start then overlapping with data analysts as well. And there's just a huge number of entry points, depending on your background, your skill set. You will have some data scientists coming in with a PhD or a master's in machine learning or in a STEM subject. It's by no means a prerequisite. There are plenty of people who go through vocational courses similar to the data science bootcamp I did and often people as well who want to start their career in a more accessible role like a data analyst so to really put a time frame on it is tricky but I think if you start with spending a few months to get to grips with the fundamentals and the basic skills and not just the theory side of it actually implementing sort of getting your hands dirty trying out a project and seeing what challenges you face once you've started doing that and started getting a few projects under your belt, something that you can show in a sort of portfolio, you're in a position to start looking at entry level data science jobs or data analyst jobs and then go from there. So how do you, um, within Arca Blanca, um, do you work with veterans at the moment? Not actually in our data science team. We're still quite small. There's only 12 data scientists, which, well, for some companies is quite big, I suppose. But um we have got uh, a veteran in our team, I think Cameron, who you spoke to before, who's come from the military. Um, and I think we, especially, I mean, not just speaking from him, but as a great example, you see the skills that the military is able to develop in people. And I think they are also fantastic at helping people identify where their skills lie and uh, what they're suited to in a career afterwards. And actually most of the skills that you come out of the military with are definitely transferable to a career in technology and data science. You've got incredible communication skills, leadership, management, and also there's plenty of roles in the military that are innately technical and analytical. And you, if you start using that same logic and problem solving required in data science, then suddenly actually you're already in a great starting point. And you've got this sort of ability to come up with creative solutions. You hit a challenge and suddenly it's, you've got to rethink where you are and reanalyze the situation in the face of some sort of adversity and come up with a new solution. That's incredibly important in a role like this. And the ability to not just be quantitative and analytical, focused on the detail, but also at the same time, keeping in mind the bigger picture and the overall strategy of what you're trying to do is incredibly important. Yeah, I, I suppose, I mean, we, I mean, I know Meredith asked that question, you said it's very difficult to answer. But rather than rather than focusing on it on a sort of time span, you know, one thing that I see quite often, which is very beneficial for people leaving the military, because they haven't been involved in in a sort of environment like you would be in in your team. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of tech teams that are using agile, but they're properly using agile rather than rather than using methodologies that you know the, the MOD sort of run, um, but but in a sort of very MOD way. Um, and, and I think when they come out, they don't have that industry experience. So going into something 
you know, we try to get them involved in hands-on stuff as much as possible. And it's a, a real big part of, of what we promote because, like I say, it, they learn quickly, but they tend to learn by doing um, mm -hmm. far, far better. Um, and, I, and I think, you know, you can give them those tools. And again, we can get them onto a, a sort of foundational fundamentals course training. And clearly the one with um, Arco Blanca is, is going to be incredible for that. But then moving into a data analyst role, I would see that as, as unless they're coming from an engineering background or, or like you had, or, you know, someone in the RAF who's done, you know, aerospace engineering and whatever else, um, data analyst may be a really good start point for them to go in as, as almost like an entry level role and to really start getting used to working with data in that way before they're moving on to data science. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Because you start with the same kind of fundamental skills. You will be working with computer programming. You will be working with data and with the numerical side of it. But equally, likely there'll be a team. The ideal setup, I would say, is if you're a data analyst in a team that also has at least one or more data scientists who you can then start learning from. And so you're sharpening your core skills because everything that you need to be a data analyst is still important to be a data scientist. But it, if you haven't necessarily got the um, sort of higher level maths or stats background then it's a much easier route in and you can start to learn on the job as you said and ideally you work with somebody who can talk you through the work they're doing and you can start to understand a bit more about the actual the differences in the roles and maybe once you've kind of got to grips with what your role is at the moment you start looking and doing a bit of your own research reading some papers maybe taking an online course to try and advance those skills that you want to be uh, sharpening if you want to be a data scientist on top of that but I think it's a really good way in and it's a way that a lot of people go in especially people who've not come from maybe having done a master's or a higher level education in something STEM then data analysts is a really kind of common way that people will get into being a data scientist um, and I'm genuinely not just saying this I think it is so important to have people coming from different backgrounds so for example like the military because you've had this completely different experience and obviously everybody talks about diversity which is important anyway but I'm a huge believer in diversity of thought if yeah. you fill the room with 10 people who've all come through the exact same path in life they all went to the same university did the same degree came out with a PhD or whatever they will all think in a very similar way and fine they might come up with a very clever solution but they're all saying the same thing and actually I think it's incredible when you've got people from different backgrounds in my last job I worked with quite a lot of veterans there and they think in a completely different way to me and that's amazing and often they'll challenge you and disagree with you and I think it is so so important to have people like that coming from completely different backgrounds all sat working in the same team because that's when you're going to come up with the most interesting and innovative solutions rather than everyone just sitting around agreeing with each other yeah yeah you, you need to finish the day covered in post-it notes and mark a pen all over you knowing <laughs> yeah. every board in the meeting room every wall has been scribbled on I'm quite passionate about about technology but I think some of the some of these sort of areas like data science are so interesting um, it's really easy just to I, I won't steal the show anymore. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I think it's good because I think it is a, it's a fascinating subject. And I think especially for Tech Vets members um, and people looking to retrain because it's such a booming market. There are so many opportunities there for people. Um, what's the data science course that Tech Vets is running in June going to look like? Yeah, so it's weekly sessions, which will be two hours in the evenings over I think it's a six week period. And the idea is that we cover all of the fundamentals that sort of underpin data science. 
there'll be some explanation and then a lot of hands-on time coding and actually applying what you've just been told. As you said, I think the best way to learn here, obviously it's important to understand what you're doing and how it's working, but you can't ride a bicycle from reading a book. You have to actually try it and see how it works. There's a small amount of sort of allocated pre-work before the course just to get everybody on an equal footing before you start but it's not kind of there's no expectation of very high levels of maths or anything like that coming in the idea is basically that the course will give you the opportunity to see what it's like doing a bit of real data science gives you the fundamental skills that you would need to start start a career and start playing around with your own projects hopefully the idea at the end is that you have the ability and the skills and something even as simple as understanding how to set up Python on your computer isn't something that people are, it's not an easy place to start. So hopefully you'll come away with it with all those skills and the ability to then go around, mess around with your own projects, pick something you're interested in, find a data set online and start messing around with it. See, see what it's like, see what problems you come up with and start experimenting, find some new ideas. And also from there, obviously the world of data science, as I've already kind of touched on is, hugely vast and we can only really expect to skim the surface in the course but hopefully what it will do is pique your interest and give you a direction maybe we talk about a topic that we don't go into detail on and you think wow that sounds really fascinating you can then go out do your own research do a bit of reading there's so much information online and that's one of the great things about data science and I would say kind of the tech world in general is that people have this big belief in the open source culture and they want to help other people. And there is so much information online. If you want to go out and read it, it's all there. It's not being gate kept. It's not hidden away in some expensive textbook or whatever. Some of it is fine, but so much of it is available on the internet. So you can go out and hopefully the course gives you the springboard to carry on your interest if you have it in data science and your education. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be incredible. I think the ability as well to to have that direct engagement with people that are actually doing the job, um, you know, who, who are experienced in it is priceless. I mean, you, you, you can't get that from reading online, even watching a YouTube video, to be able to actually interact with them and ask those knotty questions um, and dive a little bit further into a, into a topic um, is, is going to be an incredible opportunity for them. Yeah, you've nailed it there. That's exactly it when you're stuck reading a book you can read the sentence as many times as you want but if you don't get it you don't get it and you've got nobody to turn to the idea is that not just kind of the theory side of it but if you're hands-on you try and run a piece of code and you come back with an error and you're like what on earth does this mean that's where the data scientists are going to be on hand we come in and help you try and work it out I will reveal the secret is that most of the time you have to google the error but (laughs) Google, google is everyone's best friend Oh yeah, that's the the not so well kept secret of the tech industry is Google. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, you know even when people are going, you know, we have a lot of people going into the sort of cybersecurity world. Um, it's always you know, oh, I need some help with this. Google it. Just Google it. <laughs> the answer will be there. But there is even an art to the googling. You've got to yeah. know the right things to read and the right things to search. Otherwise, you just end up in a rabbit hole. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be watching shark videos on YouTube rather than like getting some study on yeah exactly so what's um what's the most exciting project you've ever worked on from a data science point of view would you say um 
I need to be careful what I can say here as well because some of the ones we're not allowed to talk about. Uh, project I've worked on recently, and I kind of can't go into all the details of it, but using reinforcement learning techniques, which is obviously is quite an exciting area of uh, data science and machine learning at the moment that doesn't always get the opportunity to be deployed in an actual real world setting. So reinforcement learning, the kind of idea of that is that you're not directly telling the computer what to do. So in the example I gave about the um, trying to predict the price of a flat, you've told the computer, this is what we're trying to do. These are the inputs. And you've got quite a kind of combined problem. Reinforcement learning, you sort of just give the computer the problem and let it work it out itself in a way. And the sort of the famous uh, examples that kind of hit the news with this uh, technique were things like them beating uh, the world's best chess player gets beaten by an algorithm. And that's the sort of situations where it's very good, but there weren't a lot of opportunities necessarily for using it in an applied setting in a project in the corporate world. And we've just had a really interesting one about basically trying to let this reinforcement learning uh, model predict what the best decision to take is. We're trying to uh, optimize something, whether it be profit, whatever. And what we're then trying to do is let the machine work it out for itself. And it's quite scary almost as a data scientist because it's a bit like letting go of the reins and hoping that it works. So that one was really interesting. And then I, within my, you can tell I am a diehard data scientist because I do data science in my free time as well. Right. But I, um, I've got a, a bit of a history and a bit of an interest always in horse racing. And I have over the years spent a lot of time working on a model for me that uh, is trying to predict which horse is going to win a race basically and uh, that I find incredibly fascinating actually and I tell you what it made me a bit of money what was that last week or the week before at Cheltenham and actually it did all right so um, that's been my sort of long-standing data science baby. <laughs> so basically TechFets members can can join the course find their passion and then uh, design their own get rich quick scheme. <laughs> I can't promise that but like I said that's the nice thing about data science is that you can apply it to whatever you're interested in it if the data is there then you can use it yeah I think there's, there's some really interesting debate about um you know the use of data science and, and you know artificial intelligence and people always you know climb up the wrong tree and far too quickly you know oh my god it's going to take over the world and people will be obsolete what I've what I've been really um interested in is how actually where we initially started thinking about you know artificial intelligence and these and these you know, machine learning basically taking all of these really manual jobs actually there's a lot of automation happening in more technical areas there's cybersecurity is a perfect example where where you can automate something and put machine learning in boom all of a sudden it, it creates a great solution uh, and then all of a sudden people are, are taking a you know, bit of a look at themselves thinking, oh my god i need to i need to start branching out and do something i've got to be a bit more nuanced um, because otherwise I'm not going to deliver as much value. I always find myself really fortunate because the one thing that AI is always going to struggle to do is be a generalist. And I'm very good at being a generalist. I'm not technically good at anything, to be honest, other than being a generalist, which is really cool. Um, <laughs> so I'm hoping that I'm going to outlast. I think you'll be okay. I also think there's uh, this fear of the the robot apocalypse or AI taking over oh, everything is still a long way away. Yeah, um, there are certain tasks it's very good at and sort of certain situations where it is fantastic but it's a long way away from taking away everyone's jobs 
I mean, not even just to say that sort of at the cutting edge level, people like Google um, who are sort of working at the real higher end of AI research, they're all still being limited by computing power. They don't have computers big enough and fast enough to basically do what they want to do. So at the moment, so much of it is limited by that. And until we're at the position of actually working with a quantum computer, you're not going to get that next big breakthrough and you're definitely not going to have your AI stealing everybody's jobs, hopefully making your life easier in the same way that when we invented the wheel, made people's lives and jobs easier, it didn't replace them entirely. It's a tool that's hopefully going to take away, as you said, a load of the really boring manual tasks that can be automated. Yeah, and, and some of those as well, you know, the, the, some of the work around um, you know, using computer programs to find solutions um, for you know, diseases, uh, cures for, for medical conditions. Incredible, incredible. And, and as you say, the breadth of opportunity for people to use their data analytical um, abilities, their data science um, skills as well. Incredible, incredible. And that's only going to grow. I mean, I can't see that getting any smaller anytime soon as everything is expanding the, the use of digital clearly that always use data and there's always going to be a, a, an issue with how that data gets used efficiently and effectively. So I, I mean, I think, I think the career opportunities ahead of people in the data track um, are just almost monstrous. It's wonderful to see. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, with any kind of exciting new development opens up a load of new problems as well and new careers in data ethics and data security. Yeah. It's not just as simple as like, here's the data, how are we going to use it? It's, it does open up a load of new opportunities. So my final question to you, Anna, is after TechBets members have completed the course, what can they then do with that information that they've gathered and the time that they've spent on the course with you? So hopefully, obviously, it's given you the skills and the opportunity to then start working on your own uh, projects and doing a bit of exploration there. But also when you start looking at jobs and uh, applying for different roles, you can certainly put that down there as experience and go into detail about the fundamentals that you've covered. And that's definitely going to be appealing to employers. I know for me, when I'm looking at CVs of people applying, it's really nice to see laid out the skills that they have and the things that they've learned that are going to be important in this role. So absolutely put it on your CV, tell them exactly what you've done and talk about uh, which bits you enjoyed. Again, people always want to know that you're actually interested and excited about it. So the fact that you've gone out of your way to do a course like this is a great sign for someone, an employer looking to hire. What makes a CV stand out to you? Um, It's hard to say because what we personally find really tricky when we're hiring is you can have two CVs that look very similar in terms of ability and skills and then are completely different in an interview. It's because we don't have the same kind of qualifying exams as something like a lawyer. So anyone can call themselves a data scientist and you don't know what that means really. So for me, I think I like people who give evidence of their work. So um, putting, for example, a GitHub, which if people don't know, is kind of like a a repository that you can store your work on and you can showcase maybe a project you've done. So that I personally quite like looking at. Not everybody's got the time to go in and look at somebody's GitHub, but talking about a project, something hands-on that you've done. Anybody can kind of just list a skill or whatever, but maybe talking about how you've actually applied it. To me, that makes it stand out that you've actually tried it and you've shown an interest and you've made some effort to try and work on whatever skills that you're trying to showcase in your CV. But yeah, I I mean, I also personally really like when people, this is controversial, but people think that the sort of other interests at the bottom is completely pointless. I find that really interesting. I like that if you're doing uh, loads of interviews and 
you're just asking people the same questions I like to then be like oh I see here that you like motorbikes tell me about that so personally I like that but not everybody reads that <laughs> okay brilliant yeah. I think there's some um excellent tips for our tech vets uh members and people who are watching this video and I think kind of we James tech vets we're really excited to be working with you guys to to launch this course and for anyone who's watching now you can find out about the upcoming um Arcablanca data science course by joining TechVets as a member and then signing up to the discord server so we'll be releasing more information about that on our website um, and social media channels very soon and if you're a business owner or work for a company in the tech industry and you want to find out more about how to get veterans into your team or running courses similar to the one that we've discussed, then you can drop James a message via LinkedIn or via the website. So thank you, James and Anna, very much for um, joining me today. Yeah, thank amazing. You. Thanks, Anna. Great to meet you guys.